Hello, 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 and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 119, and it is Tuesday, May 8th, 2018. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me, as always, is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's good, y'all? Yes, indeed. Uh, We are back once again. Uh, We got a lot to talk about uh, this week, talking about uh, Free Comic Book Day. We also got WWE Backlash, a little bit of wrestling talk, as well as some interesting news and other items of interest of this past week. We got Kyle, who just joined us on the chat. What's up, man? I knew it. I knew it. I I just said, first one to get into the chat. Get into the chat. We'll be Kyle. That's right, man. He's always here early. He's always on time. That's what's up, man. Yep. Yes, my dogs. Indeed. Yes. And then Jen. Yeah. Hey, babe. Hello, Jen. Welcome <laughs> to the show. Yeah, well, the first two. The first two. As as you said, Carl, you called it. You called it, man. And yeah, man, we're speaking of dogs. Let's talk about the big dog, Roman Reigns, in That's a bit. Wrong, really. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, we got some got plenty of great stuff to talk about. Um, You've been busy, and I yes, I have been busy. You um, have. Should I begin then? All right. You know what? Yeah. All right. Yeah, because even though yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I gotta start sharing and stuff. Yeah. While Carl while Carl shares the episode on Facebook Live to various Facebook pages, um, being talk I'll talk a bit about a uh, free comic book day, which was um. This past Saturday, a uh, free comic book, comic book day, I went all the way down to Rococo's, down the street from where I live. And a uh, big shout-outs shout to Jim Savard. He was the uh, guest of last week's episode talking about Infinity War. And he hooked me up, man. He hooked me up with some awesome comics. Oh, me too. Me oh, too. Yeah. I went out, And you know what? Shout-outs to Nick Quattrini. Because mm-hmm. I, like, just, I think I, like, just missed him. Yeah. Did you you end up meeting him, right? I didn't actually. No. Oh no, because yeah, he, he ended up commenting on Jim's pictures, like, "Oh my God, Carl was there, and I missed it." And I'm like, "Yo, I wanted to meet Nick too." So shout outs to him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, Zenny's on the chat. Hey, what's up? So, um, Zenny. Yeah. Yeah. Get up. Yeah, she's what on up, the chat. Zenny. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Kyle says that he missed Free Comic Book Day purposely. I don't know why you would purposefully miss Free Comic Book Day, but I'm going to talk a bit about some of the stuff that I got, which none of which I've read yet. Um, Shout out to my cousin, Alyssa. It was just her birthday yesterday, so happy birthday to you. Yay. Right on. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so I got got some stuff uh, not only from Rococo's, but also from uh, Time Time Capsule and Cranston. So I got some goodies here, uh, none of which I've read yet, but they all look pretty interesting. Uh, one that caught my eye and that my girlfriend wants to read is a, is a book called The Mall, which is an 80s crime coming-of-age crime story. I really like the artwork on this one, and uh, the artwork does kind of remind me of the 80s, particularly the cover. So I'm going I'm to get into this pretty soon. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I wouldn't go as far as like Kung Fury 80s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, maybe n- nothing that zany. But yeah, I got that. I got a Terry Moore's Strangers in Paradise. Um, definitely not based on the Jim Jarmusch film from 1984. Okay. But this one looks pretty dope. I like the covers. Everyone's all blindfolded, faces obscured. It's a black and white comic. So this looks like a pretty interesting read right here. Um, also got this interesting uh, sci-fi comic book right here called Invasion with uh, some dude who looks like a, in a suit between Iron Man and a ninja on the cover here 
Uh, I got this from Rock Hoko's. Uh, Jim recommended it. I guess on the strength of the cover alone. <laughs> so I'll, I'll I'll dig into it. You always got You always got to get a. You always got to get a gym recommendation. Oh, absolutely. We was limited to four, and I said, "All right, let me pick out my three and give me my gym recommendation." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he use and honestly, he doesn't disappoint. Oh no, he never does. He never does. I know he recommended one series to me called Baltimore. I haven't read it yet. He was jonesing about Baltimore for a grip. He was. He was. I I I really do want to get into that. I think it's by uh, Mike Mignola, who also d- uh, did the Hellboy comic series. Yeah. Yeah. So I do want to get into that series. I also got uh, the Avengers. Uh, the latest one. I picked that one up too. Um, you know, with uh, with Marvel stuff, you know, I find that DC's comics they're they're killing it more so than Marvel, whereas Marvel's killing it in the in the film side of things. But who knows? Maybe maybe I'll find something of interest in, on the Marvel front. Also got Spider Man, the Amazing Spider Man, right here, uh, Peter Parker edition, okay. which reminds me, I, I got to read the Miles Morales series. They've been sitting on my shelf for like better part of two years. Are you serious? Yeah, I just never got just around. Give it to me. Them. No, no, I'm gonna read them. I'm gonna read them. I, I ain't giving them to you. No, <laughs> no way. Uh, what else? Um, real quick here, Shadow Roads. Uh, looks like a cool little western here. I'm gonna definitely uh sit down with this one. Shadow Roads. Also got Berlin, which is the story of how uh, Germany turned into Nazi Germany. Mm. Really like balled out. Yeah, balled you out. Like half. Yeah, I, went I got to, like half that. I went to different different uh, different sites. Uh, also got Relay, which Jim recommended as well. This looks pretty dope. Oh, and this one really surprised me too. Uh, Shadow Man. Apparently, this is a reboot of Shadow Man. Do um, you remember the N64 PlayStation game? Wasn't that a movie as well? No, it wasn't a movie, but it was no, based on the... Um, I'm thinking of The Shadow. No, the shadow. Yes, totally. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's this is totally different. Um, this one I'm really intrigued by because it's a reboot of the uh, Valiant comic series, and I, and I remember uh, I used to own the uh, N64 game Shadow Man, which was pretty had a really good story, but the ending was trash. So there was that. And uh, let me. Oh, I got some more. Come, follow me now. Follow me now. I got. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> this one I really want to get into. Uh, Malika. Uh, Creed and Fury. It's a, that, that cover looks dope. The character looks dope too. Yeah, it's like a like a historical, uh, not historical, but it's like a fantasy, African fantasy uh, story. Oh, really? Yeah, by Roye Okupe, which I I, I heard a, he he came up with a, a comic book company, uh, Unique Studios. Yeah, they look like they, they look like they got some dope stuff. So I'm gonna check that out too. I'm also um, uh, the Meta Baron, uh, which is part of uh, the Alejandro Jodorowsky's uh, Jodoverse. Also, uh, Barrier by Brian K. Vaughn. Of course, the person who wrote Saga. Sa- I mean... Saga um, and Runaways. Oh, yeah. Runaways. Um, Why the Last Man. Yo. Oh, they said show the cover closer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. And you know with... Uh, with um, This is Barrier right here. You know with Brian K. Vaughn, you can never go wrong. Nah. He, he's a good... Yeah. And also uh, Marvel Rising with all the uh, Marvel superheroines on the cover. Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, Squirrel Girl. Uh, yeah, that's all I can... Oh, yeah, and Spider-Gwen, of course. And lastly, I didn't get this one for free, but I got uh, the fourth issue of DC's Doomsday Clock, which is the uh, DC Watchmen crossover, which is the uh, also the conclusion 
of the uh, DC Rebirth series, or, or series run, rather. And this is the fourth of 12 issues, which will conclude next year. So, yeah, that's what I got in my free comp, comic book day haul. Tons of great stuff. Tons of great stuff. Ooh, you... Damn. <laughs> Um, uh, Zenny also left a comment earlier. She says that uh, she needs addresses of com- comic book stores. Uh, my son wants to build a collection. All you need is one. Rock Cocos. Yeah. Yes, Rock Cocos. It's on Academy Ave. Academy Ave. I yes. just forgot the exact name of it. It's across the street from a church. That's yeah. Second. Yeah, across the street. I forgot the exact number. But. Yeah, it's across the street from Blessed Sacrament. Yeah. I never knew the name of the church. Yeah. I just knew it was that church on Academy Ave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And do do a Google search and you'll you'll find it out. Find it find it out Rock Hoko's. Um Yeah. Tell Reagan we sent you and he'll hook you up. Oh yes, yes indeed. Yes indeed. And uh Carl, I see you got some pretty cool hookups there. You uh, pretty much got everything that I got I picked up. Uh, <laughs> um this was actually recommended by uh Jim Savard too, was Lady Mecha- Lady Mechanica. Yes. Um, real dope, pretty dope series. Series from what it looks like, mm-hmm. I kind of got like it's set in like the eight, the eighteen eighties. But yeah, I kind of got like that blade feel. Oh yeah, like a nice cool oh, steampunk vibe. Like, yeah, like steampunk blade underworld yeah. type feel to it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, um, I did get the Avengers, and then it also has the Captain a new Captain America series mm-hmm. that came out. That's actually written by Tanahisi Coates. He's doing a lot of Marvel work lately. He is man. He's getting so, I mean putting in that work. Yeah. Also the same as you, Amazing Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um. Also another Jim Savard uh, recommendation, the Meta Baron, just on the, off the cover alone. Yep. As well as just to piss off uh, some of my guys. Some of um, my boys who are heavy Overwatch players, mm-hmm. Dark Horse has picked up Overwatch as a comic series. Wow! Um, as well as, as well as Relay mm-hmm. and Aftershock. Marvel Rising. Yeah. So yeah, uh, so far the only ones I read were the um, were was uh, Lady Mechanica and the Avengers. Mm. Plus, it and also came with the uh, Captain America, but written by Tanahisi Coates. Mm-hmm. So I mean. I'm definitely going to be busy. Oh, yeah, man. It's, me too. And it, it's so funny because I I have a whole pile of free comic book day uh, comics from like last year and the year before, which I still haven't read. I just... You just, I just went to the event just to go to the event, pick some stuff up, and then do nothing with it. I mean, like a couple of them I am curious about. Like like Lady Mechanica, I got the actual trade paperbacks and I read them all. Uh, I, think, I think they're coming out with a new one, I think. So... I'm gonna definitely be on the lookout for that, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll read. I'll read them all eventually. It's just uh, you know some other. Read I mean, come on, I, I, I got some other interesting stuff that's been you know always piquing my interest. A new game, new movie. I uh, I, I will say so because like the demo came out for Detroit Become Human. Yeah. And I haven't even had a chance to play it yet. Oh wow! I know the game's coming out in two weeks, right? I know. Yeah, and I haven't even put my pre-order in. Oh man, yeah. Don't do what I did because well, Amazon. <laughs> Yeah, because Amazon doesn't sell us. Uh, well, they doesn't allow pre-orders for PS4 games for some reason. So I'll take my ass to GameStop. Yeah, hey. right. yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, gee, a lot of people trying to Mallory Lou. I met Lou at um, SmackDown a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that's a stand-up dude. Oh, right on, right on. Oh, speaking of games, I did. 
uh, come across. Uh, I went on a little excursion last week. I went and I bought some uh, PS2 games. Damn, your ass been busy. I haven't even got my back, my controllers, and my um, AV cable yet. <laughs> yeah, because you know, actually, I, I actually, uh, uh, actually made a list of uh, PS2 games that I've always wanted to play, mm-hmm. but just never got a, got the chance to. Because you know how you know us gamers, we, we were young and we didn't have jobs like that. Well, not only that, but more so, um, like we always concentrate on like the big AAA titles, like the most popular games, like yeah. you know your God of Wars, your Call of Duties, Duties, and all that. But we always forget about the mid card games. You know, the mid cards prop up the main event. Without without a without a strong mid card, you don't have a main event. You just have a Roman Reigns. But still, <laughs> well, uh, I knew it was coming. <laughs> it was coming. But um, but I did go out and I did uh, uh I, went, I went to Time Capsule, uh, both in Cranston and um. Seekonk. I also mm-hmm. went to Toy Vault in uh, North Attleboro, Emerald Square Mall, yeah. and the one in Warwick. Yeah, shout I, outs to Alyssa at Warwick. Yep. And I ordered uh, a couple games online as well, PS for all for the PS2, because, you know, PS2 is my favorite console of all time. Of all time, would you say so? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because the PS2, the PS2 was like, it had everything for every type of gamer. Like, it had thousands of titles. If you were into RPGs, wrestling games, First-person shooter strategy, it had it all, and it was it both it had did. it had quality and quantity. I I can support that. Yeah. I can't. Would I? PS Two is still popping, man. PS Two was definitely a popping system. Would I call it my all-time favorite? Because I had history with Sega Genesis for me. Okay, yeah. Um, even the regular Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, I I know people are you know for more nostalgic reasons, they're more retro. But uh, but PS2, I'd say, is the greatest of all time because it just hit that sweet spot. It was, it was like the attitude era of consoles. Okay, I would I, good, even though it came out during the ruthless aggression era. Yeah, well, yeah. it came out like the, the tail end of the attitude era. Two thousand. No, I got like my two thousand. I got it came out two thousand one. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. It came right uh, here in the states. Yeah. yeah yep. Because yeah, right. I pre I pre ordered mine at Electronic Boutique. <laughs> oh, I remember that store, EB Games, y'all. Yeah. Hold up. we got we actually have some good ones. Oh, so Mallory says I tried being a gamer. I'm still learning Call of Duty, the Nazi zombie one, and ice cream. She is kind of a bit of a softie, but she does love American Horror Story. Nice. But um, <laughs> oh, what can what can I recommend to her? Um, Uncharted. Yes, the Uncharted Uncharted series. The Uncharted series. Yeah, for the PS4, you can get the remastered editions. Oh yeah, because I definitely got them, and now I got them all. Yep, the main series. Oh yeah, but um, I I bought a stack of uh, PS2 games on the cheap, um, and I managed to get two games that I wish I didn't trade in years ago, but I so I'm so happy that I got these back. I bought Def Jam Vendetta. And Def Jam Fight for New York on the PS2. And goddamn, these games are still awesome. They still hold up. I was They're just I was up, playing man. before we started. Dude, like I got okay, last time I played Fight for New York, it was on a modded Xbox at the Freddy Cup. Mm-hmm. So I was doing my thing. Well, Vendetta though, sh- I came I couldn't even remember how to reverse and like get the buttons right do the moves i mean i was getting my ass kicked yes and i was joe budden too joe budden was one of my favorite characters in the first game yeah he was really good yeah him ghostface killer method man um 
But yeah, like Def Jam Vendetta, is, it's more of the pure wrestling game when Fight for New York is more of a street fighting game with a wrestling engine on it. Right. And like, like I was playing a Def Jam Fight for New York and even on a normal mode, I forgot how challenging the game was because I got my ass handed to me quick by the AI. I didn't like David Banner. He was actually decent. He was like a good big man. Um, oh, man. I'd say for, for Fight for New York, I have to say my guys was Crazy Legs, mm-hmm. um, Memphis Bleak. Um, it definitely wasn't Freeway. I did not like Freeway at all. No? Nah. No, nah, I, but I couldn't mm. wait to beat him just so I can get the Rockefeller chain. I was a huge, I was huge in the Rockefeller back in the day. Oh, yeah. So, like, <laughs> my, creator, my creator character that mm. um, Fight for New York had, I made sure he got that Rockefeller chain. Nice. <laughs> yeah, what level can you talk shit on headphones? I think I'm still on a, still a newbie. I can't do it. <laughs> you don't want to be a newbie talking shit on headphones. No way. No way, Jose. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, oh, with Def Jam Vendetta, like um, I actually got this off Amazon for pretty cheap. It was like thirteen bucks and change. Not bad. But Fight for New York is rare. Like I on Amazon, like there were copies of upwards of like over a hundred bucks, and I was like, f that, I ain't getting it for that much. So I managed to find the one and only copy at Time Capsule in Seekonk, and it had it for forty bucks. And I was like, that's pushing it. But you know what? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go, go for it. I have, yeah. I, have, I, have, I have enough money. I'm gonna go for it, and I did not regret it. I regret yeah. nothing. It was worth My it. Saga is still got like <laughs> <laughs> no. I didn't like Freeway in the game. I love Freeway the rapper. Love yeah. this first album. Mm-hmm. Tyrone's but, chiming in. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> his first his first album was good though. Oh yeah, love that one. Yeah, so I got so I got these two games. Like, if you are fortunate enough to find uh, Vendetta and Fight for New York on the cheap or for a reasonable price, get them. Don't hesitate because these games still hold up. So well, for forty bucks, though. Like, well, for forty bucks for Fight for New York, like that was the cheapest I saw it. Cause, really? Yeah, because like the second highest price was like seventy something, and for the disc on Amazon, it was just the disc. Wasn't even like the full like the full case or not. Yeah, no case, no manual, just a disc. Here's a here's another thing. Hold on. I'm going to get up real quick. Yeah. Go ahead. You keep talking. All right. All right. So uh, while Carl's uh, going over there, uh, he's actually, uh, he's actually just popped. a serious pop- throwback right here. <laughs> Bam! Memory, Memory cards. cards. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Eight, all, all stunning uh, eight megabytes worth. That's That's how much space they had. But yo, and them shits were expensive because yeah. they knew you needed it. I know, yo, Sony man, they, they we were like fiends, and they were the dealers. They knew they had you hooked. Yeah, you had no choice. But yeah, man, Fight for New York and Vendetta still hold up. I also got a few other games uh, on the cheap uh, for the PS2, and yo, it was a great thing that I went to Time Capsule and Toy Vault before Free Comic Book Day on Saturday because I probably wouldn't have found any of these games on the shelves probably wait so you went to the time capsule first yeah uh, so i also this why you wasn't here i parked at your i parked away at your house and just <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i got some other games here um i got uh the bard's tale um which is actually a pretty cool like uh comedy rpg i heard this was really good i remember hearing about it back in college like in 04 so i got this for like a couple bucks and i'm like hey you know what i will definitely uh play this all five I bought got stolen. Oh damn! All five what games? Memory cards. 
Damn, five memory. Damn, that's some bad luck. Who 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 be stealing your memory cards, man? Oh, memory cards weren't cheap. They were. They were like what, forty bucks back then? Thirty to forty, maybe. Yeah. Like, uh, damn, man. You you had some. You knew some grimy people, Kyle. I'm sorry, man. You have my sympathies. <laughs> um, I also got the Getaway. Wasn't that Rockstar? Uh, I think it was published by. No, no, it actually wasn't Rockstar Games. It was by Sony, but it came out like right at the same time as uh no, one year after uh, GTA three. Yeah, see people were still on that GTA three high. Yeah, they were. And that took me forever to beat. Oh, GTA three? Yeah. Yeah. Like the getaway, I got this for literally two dollars. And <laughs> Worth I, it. I'm like, hey, I'll play it, why not? It's a full of Final Fantasy seven. <laughs> oh man. Three memory cards full of Final Fantasy Final Fantasy seven did take up a lot of space. Oh, did it? I think it was like it took two blocks each. It was one of those games that took like two blocks each. I know Parasite Eve did. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Man. Also, um, No One Lives Forever. It's a cool 60s spy thriller first person shooter. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I've always always had my eye on that game. Also got Project Eden from a toy vault for two bucks. Um, we also got some few other games here. Oh, damn. Hey man, hey, I, I was I had these on my list, man. I got Yeah, no bills this week, didn't you? I caught up on my bills, man. <laughs> I try to. But I and plus I got my tax return. What? Oh, see there. Tax oh, refund? There we go. <laughs> there we go. Income tax ball is anonymous. <laughs> That's right, man. I also got uh one of the most um I think it was one of the most uh, praised games, but also one of the most uh, slept on. Psyops, the Mind Gate Conspiracy. I heard this was really dope back in the day. Um, Why did you on the cover look like Glacier from WCW? Oh, shit, he kind of does. <laughs> Whatever happened to that guy? <laughs> He's fat and still in the indies. Really? Yeah. I want to see it now. <laughs> <laughs> so I got that. I got... Tyrone uh, needs a loan. Oh, really? He just said so on the chat. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I don't know, man. Cons- consult your accountant, man. But anyway, uh, Project Snowblind, I also got that for a few bucks. I heard this was a really good first-person shooter, kind of similar to Deus Ex. Um, kind of said psyops with the glitch and final boss. If you didn't beat it, beat it the first try, you couldn't beat him. Oh, that's good to know. That's good to know. I'll I'll download a save if if need be. Uh, I also got this really this interesting looking game called Stolen. It's a stealth game. I got this for two bucks as well. It was stolen. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll try that out. Such a dad joke. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and I also got this one game that I've always wanted to play, but never had a chance to. Uh, Tenchu: Wrath of Heaven, another stealth ninja game for the PS2. Um, this is a sequel to one of the Tenchu games on the PS1. Um, I'm really glad I finally got a chance to get a copy of this. Yeah, you can buy PS1 games too, right? Oh yeah. If you remember, PS2 was backwards compatible. Yep, absolutely. And then PS3 just said, "Nah, fuck." Wait, was PS3 backwards compatible? Oh, PS3 was backwards compatible for the PS1, and for the first models of the PS3, it was backwards compatible with PS2. But then I was like, after a year or so, they kind of took that out to drive the cost down. So I got the PS3 that does, that doesn't play PS2 games. Yeah. Yeah, but I still have my old PS2. And last but not least, uh, Second Sight, which is actually one of the most critically acclaimed PS2 games, uh, but also one of the most underrated as well. Very happy that I got a, got a copy of this one as well. I never knew there was a sequel, says Kyle Chapman. You, know, you yeah. do realize he's been on the show. Oh, yeah? He Let's... knows where you live. Oh, really? Yeah, he's coming <laughs> over to play. Hey, man. Hey, so, hey, by all means, but... uh. <laughs> 
but yeah, so these are all the games I got for the PS2. Um, I also had a few for the PS3, but I'll talk about that uh, next week. Um, yeah, so you can put that put that right back there. But yeah, man, PS2, man, it's like I said, it's my favorite system of all time, and I'm just so happy that I can get back in the swing of things for some old retro gaming goodness, man. Yeah, like that. I would definitely say PS2 was the best PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, you, you make a compelling argument about the greatest system of all time. Yeah, I mean, no, thank you. You know, um, yeah, this is something that I, uh, that I quality titles and quantity. Yeah, uh, Tyrone asks, uh, did I rob a toy vault? Uh, no, I did not. Uh, toy vault had reasonable prices, um, and so did uh, Time Capsule. DJ. We got to go. I got a hookup. Oh, it's a Toy Vault? Yep. Nice. Yeah, man. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, they did have a Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3, which I, I both have on the PS2. Um, I know GameStop has, uh, like some, some GameStops in, in Rhode Island have the MGS uh, trilogy or the remastered ones for the PS3. Really? Yeah, it was like, um, I'm going to say 15 bucks for the one for the Metal Gear Solid collection with... Um, Part three, two, three, and Peace Walker, but if you want the saga, which is all the games in the series, that's like forty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be when you roll in. <laughs> and shout out to Zachary tuning in. Yeah. But um, dude, yeah, yeah. he balled out. I I did, yeah, man. He balled out. Yeah. See. Yeah. I, you know, I I kind of did. You know, I'm trying to trying to start a a cool collection. You know, while I can while I can still get these games at a reasonable price. Exactly. Like, but, but fight for New York, you really did push it. Yeah, fight you did. Yeah, fight for New York. Um, that one I had to I had to get it for forty bucks. Like, um, like I said, it was it was pushing it, but it was worth it because it was either that or take my chances take my chances online and get it for like a hundred bucks. And I ain't spending that much money on a game, nah. no matter how beloved it is. <laughs> but it's still worth it. Yeah, still worth it, especially like when you unlock everything and stuff. But then at the yeah. same time, yeah, like once you unlock everything, you're like, all right, so what now? You know, it's like for you like, get that feeling. Yeah, like that's that's when that's when you gotta like leave it on the shelf as a collector's item for a while, and yeah. then get back to it once you like rekindle the interest. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, that's that's been me, man. Uh, this uh this past week, and I'm still playing God of War. I haven't played that much since, like, since la- last week. Oh, yeah? I probably only played for, like, a couple of hours on, like, Sunday. Mm. Yeah, it was, like, Sunday. Okay. That was it, which was also, we, um, there's also uh, the regional Special Olympics games, and I'm a Special Olympics coach for Team Refocus. Mm-hmm. So, we was racking up some medals, and I haven't seen a lot of my clients in a long time, so it was good, great to see them, and it was just a good time for mm. all. I, actually, you've been keeping up with Empire? I still haven't. I got. I got to get back on that show. Okay. How um, is it? For a while, it's okay. It's definitely not the buzzing is ain't where it was when it first came out. Yeah. Definitely not. But it is. It was trolling. It was like going steady for a while. But this uh, this season, it picked up a bit. Okay. And um. All right. I'm gonna get back on that horse. Yeah. No spoilers. Just did the boat quest from the Lost Pirates. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, it wasn't bad. Damn. I don't even think I'm that far up. Yeah. 
I keep referring to my son as boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> I think every I think at this point everybody who has a son who has played this game will call their son boy from now. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Oh Kratos. Boy, read it as they come across a ruin. <laughs> wow. Can't wait to get back on that game, yeah. And then still play it and get a chance to play the Detroit Become Human. Yeah. I gotta get that. I gotta get that. There's, there's no way in hell I'm gonna fit. I don't know how the hell I'm gonna balance them get these games when they come out. Yeah, man. It's 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 a it's tricky. Like I know for me, like I have a whole list, a backlog of games that I need to that I wanna beat. I've I made a dent on like three of them. Should have did four in February. Yeah, I know, but I'll, see the thing is, I like to I like to take my time with games. I don't want to rush through them, you know. I, I told you the cheese special. Just do just beat short games. I know, but you know, where's the fun in that? Oh, it's fun because you're like, okay, I gotta try to get this in, try to get this in. All right, boom, I mean, beat it on to the next one. I see. I, I mean, I, I I see what you mean, but uh, like that, all that time spent could be spent towards the game I want to finish. You know what I mean? Well, you can still make time for that. Yeah. Oh well, but. Uh, but yeah, how far are you in God of War? Oh, oh, the heart of the mountain. Heart of the mountain. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you still have a ways to go. I know. Yeah. I know. I w- I wish I had more time, but somebody doesn't let me. Ah, uh, yeah. I know, right? It could be so inconsiderate, man. Gosh. <sighs> I know. Th- there's a time for God of War. Still and- didn't play my games from Black Friday. What? Damn. Well, to be, f- I've beaten both my games, but I only bought two games, and I've beaten both of them. Mm. Yeah, and Justice Two and Knack and Nat Two. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, what, what, what games I bought in Black? I mean, actually, I the one game that I did beat on Black Friday, the one I bought from Black Friday was um, Prey. Oh yeah, you just yeah. beat that one like what two weeks ago? Yeah, like a couple weeks Before ago. Before God of War. Yeah, but God of War, I think I'm near the end uh, of the main quest, so I'm a uh, I'm gonna try to wrap it up. Uh, ASAP. You have been playing a lot. I know. You, you really have. Like we're friends on P. We're friends on um oh, the PlayStation Network. Yeah. I, yeah. I keep getting. <laughs> I keep getting ass raped by Dragon. Oh, Dragonaut. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I know. Yesterday I was playing it like it was my job since the semester's over. <laughs> Witcher <laughs> three was my only best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Witcher 3, man, that took me months to beat, and it was worth it. That was a great game. I love the story. I still haven't beat Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, man. You, you gotta, man. You gotta. Like, I, I would say beat God of War first, try try to get through that, and then go back to Horizon. But now I got freaking The Last of Us that I downloaded. Ah, that's... Yo. And Bloodborne. You know what? As much as I love Bloodborne, you can actually put that last or near the last. You uh, would you... Yeah, I would say that, but like, like get through Last of Us, God of War, and then um, um, uh, Horizon. Horizon, yeah, and then Detroit, depending on how cool that is, maybe that. <laughs> uh, what game? Okay, I think he's talking about um, I think he's talking about the Last of Us. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of Last of Us, I'm I, I don't know when Part Two is coming out. But I've been. Oh, I would hope to. I would hope to get around to beating it before that. Before that comes up. Yeah, because I've been jonesing for part two, man. I want that game. I need that game in my life. Like I will sell my body for a copy oh, of that Horizon game. Oh, Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Like I will, I will turn tricks in the street for a steelbook copy of The Last of Us Part Two. Steelbook. Yes, yes. Call me Sony. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, so I'm playing on normal, Tyrone. Normal. Okay, that's yeah. that's good. That's all. That's whenever. That's all I play games on. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's that's like the baseline. Um. So yeah, any anything else you've been been up to? Um. Oh, shout outs to Spaka Summer. He actually um, opened up for Red Meth this um, this past weekend. Oh, word, yeah. So, I mean, shout outs to him. I know Kyle was there, and he said there was so much weed. <laughs> oh, I bet. You know, meth and red. I mean, can you expect any different? <laughs> nah, I remember going to a Snoop concert, and like, I don't even smoke. Mm-hmm. And I came home high. Damn, contact high. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I do not play on easy. Yo, he's throwing shots, son. He's throwing shots. Of course he is. <laughs> of course he is. I just keep it on normal and keep it moving. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, well, that's pretty much what I've been up. Oh, and then Backlash. Oh, yeah. W- you touch on that real quick. Oh, yeah. WWE Backlash, which was this past Sunday. Um, in in a word, it had one match, match. of the year. Yeah, oh, the opener. Yeah. Seth Rollins versus The Miz for the Intercontinental title. Yo, Damn. I I did not expect that much from The Miz. Yo. That the was, Miz stepped up. He really did. Yo, that was probably the best match I've seen in the, from The Miz this year, I'd yeah. say. Yo, and, and like I said, I've been saying it for a while. Yo, give Miz the universal title. Like, he deserves a run for that belt. Like, more so than Lesnar. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but yo, that was a dope match. Like, like I even though I predicted Seth would win, but yo, Miz, he put in work, and him and him and him and Rollins have a great chemistry in the ring. And yo, nah, Rollins can make anybody look good in the ring. Oh yeah, he he certainly could. Like he's, I, I mean, he's had some, I would say mediocre at worst matches. Yeah, I would say like. Yeah, I hate as much as I hate to say this. Like, his, I would say like his most mediocre matches was when he was WWE champion. Oh yeah, but he was a heel. Yeah, he was a heel, but I think he was booked too much to be a cowardly heel, and that kind of took away from him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Hold on, he needs to go back to the real world MTV. Nah, <laughs> T- no, TJ, TJ, watch this last match. He does well. TJ don't he doesn't watch wrestling anymore. Mm-hmm. Like he watched it, you know, way back in the day and stuff during like the Federation years and stuff. Oh yeah. But I would say if I was to pick a match mm-hmm. to get somebody to make somebody a believer, mm-hmm. at least in the Miz, it would it would have been that one. Oh, absolutely! And for me, it took me a while to come around to uh, the Miz, like just to to see past the real world dude. Uh, like, oh wow, the real world dude's on WWE. He's a wrestler now. What? It took me a while to get over that. But if he was on the re- he was on the real world, just like doing wrestling gimmicks and stuff, like carrying around a belt and everything. Yeah, he was. He was the Miz even back then. Oh, real wrestlers. I'm TJ. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. The Miz is the real deal. He's legit. He is legit. Unlike uh, some big dogs, you know, out there. But um, <laughs> but uh, but I but I will say that uh, backlash uh. Beyond that awesome match, the rest was pretty it's disappointing. Okay. And it was like whatever. Like it went from it went from okay to bad to worse. And like 
well, then we had like the uh, Nia Jax Alexa Bliss rematch for the women's championship on Raw, mm-hmm. which was it was a decent match. You know, Nia made Alexa look strong. You know, Alexa showed gave gave her a reason why she held the belt for so long. But I was not feeling that uh, Nia Jax promo after Don't the match. Be, yeah, uh, stand up for yourself. Don't be a bully. And so I'm like, oh. Yeah, it it, it could have it could have just had one line. Bullies always get their ass kicked. That would have been if that was it. Then yeah. I would be like, cool. But like, not it, it was so obvious that Nia was reading from the be a star script. Okay, we got to she'll be a star. Got to plug it, plug yeah. it, plug it. It just came off as really phony to me. And I was like, oh come on WWE. That's that's what I don't like when they try to you know brag about their philanthropic efforts. Mm-hmm. It, it just comes off as so tacky. And that's what I don't like about WWE. Yeah. With the whole, they're, they're publicly traded. They're they're a publicly traded company, so like they kind of have to. I know, but there's a way they can do it without coming off as like give us credit, pat us on the back because <laughs> we we we're about breast cancer awareness and bully awareness, and it's like come on, come on, Vince. Um, then you had uh, you you had you had a few matches on the card. Uh, AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. You know what? Uh, you know they did they did the heel turn just to stretch it out when they really should. I don't. I didn't agree with it. Uh, yeah, that and the ending of that match. Whoever booked that needs to be fired because they both gave each other a low blow, kick to the balls, and they both got counted out. You want to know who did it? Is it the Road Dog? Yeah. <laughs> Road Dog always he, makes. He was the he was the producer behind that match. Tyson Kidd was behind Seth Rollins and Miz. Oh, wow, night and day. Jeez. Yeah. Man, yo, give Tyson Kidd the book, man. Road Dog. I'm sorry, but yo, I got respect for him as you know, as, as you know, as a as a as a legend back in the day, New Age Outlaws, but as a booker, he ain't shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Take him off the creative team because Well, we got well, let's see. I'm sorry. I, we gotta find some other let's let's not jump to that conclusion. Let's find some other matches that he did that he did. Uh, then, then we'll throw. Then you know we'll throw him the axe. Uh, I don't. That will never happen. Uh, I know that probably won't happen. And plus, like with AJ and Nakamura, like congratulations, Vince, you made Nakamura into someone that I really don't care about. Like if, like the 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 the, the window has already been has already been passed and closed. Like if Nakamura wins the title, even even at SummerSlam, I'm gonna be like, cool. Who cares? <laughs> That's that's gonna be my exact reaction. It's better be the the match better be fire, and, and it won't be. I I I don't know if it's a combination of just um the creative team telling AJ and Nakamura to, to like water it down, or both men just. That's wa- my, the conspiracy theorist in me, and shout outs to Brian. Yeah, he he's put that in my head. I'm like, you know what? I really believe that creative that Vince is Vince told them to water it down hmm. because of the fact that they're you know. Trying to boost up oh, Roman. Yeah, and, and I'm going to get to Roman like right in, in a, just in go a ahead. second. No, just go ahead. Cause... But yeah, all I'm going to say is this. is like, yo, Nakam- if Nakamura was released and headed back to Japan, I would I would be totally fine with that because WWE is not doing him any favors whatsoever. But anyway, let's talk about a match that uh, did no one any favors. Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe. This match... <laughs> Roman Reigns became the first wrestler in history to get a beat the traffic chant. No one, no wrestler of all my years of watching wrestling, no one has ever gotten a beat the traffic chant. I never heard that at all. Oh, I heard it. Like, like there were reports from the from the crowd attending that there was a there was a beat the traffic chant. Like, 
because this match was effing boring. Like between Samo- what, 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 like when Samoa Joe was on was was like embarrassing Roman Reigns on the microphone on Raw in the weeks leading up to Backlash, and he was like, "I'm gonna put you to sleep." Little did we know that Ro- that Samoa Joe was talking to us, the audience. He was gonna put the audience to sleep because it was rest hold city, rest hold, rest hold, rest hold. Superman punch spear one two three. That was the match. <laughs> Uh, getting them right, getting Kyle riled up. I'm sorry, Kyle. I mean, you you saw the same match we did. You got to admit that was the formula. And I'm sorry, but like that whole babyface formula of, of of the babyface getting beat down for like 10, 15 minutes, and then he comes back strong at the end. That would have that would have killed in the 80s. But I'm sorry, Roman is not in the 80s, and he's not Hulk Hogan. So I'm unfortunately. Roman Reigns is very limited in the ring, and Samoa Joe. I'm sorry, I'm I'm I'm, I'm put some of the blame on Joe because Joe didn't help make the match entertaining with all his rest holds, and and Joe's better than that. Yeah, and he is better than that, and the and the match was boring. The the crowd chanting boring bullshit beat the traffic, and as soon as Roman hit the one two three, people got up and immediately and the camera caught it too. Yeah, they immediately started shuffling out like. Like, wow. Like, come on. Like, at, at this point, Roman Reigns is just not that guy, no matter what Vince McMahon says. He's just got, they got to give him the rock treatment. And at this point, you think it's too late? I think so. I think it's too late because, like, I think Roman Reigns is getting getting go-away heat. He's getting that X-Pac heat. But uh, but according to Roman Reigns, Roman Roman fan logic, a.k.a. <coughs> Kyle logic, Adrian logic, he's getting a reaction, though. Benjamin, too. Shout yeah. out to <laughs> Benjamin from Wrestling Fantasy Warfare. Well, he's getting a reaction, so that means he's the guy. We them boys. No. 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 Roman Reigns... I'm sorry, but you you, you, you got to take him off TV for for a while and revitalize him. Throw him into the lake of reincarnation. Give him a new gimmick, new attitude, new heel turn, new everything, and let him start from 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 square one. Because the current Roman Reigns ain't doing it, and he ain't ever gonna be doing it. And that's the bottom line. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It is what it, it is what it is at that point. Um, you want to get into some news <laughs> and headlines? Uh? Yeah, let's get into some uh, some news and headlines here. Um, and we got some interesting stuff. Uh, first off, we'll talk a bit about um, some trailer, uh, well, a trailer that, that dropped, as well as an awesome music video, which I'll talk about near the end. Uh, actually, I'll talk about it uh, right after this one. Uh, we got a, a trailer for Luke Cage Season 2. June 22nd. Yes, yes, brand new season. I'm, I'm looking forward to that because that trailer looks like it's fire. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. It's still it's still giving us like the same like for the culture feel that we got from the first season. Yep, yep. Same same authenticity. You got Alfre Woodard. She's coming back with a vengeance. Yep. You got a uh, Holland doesn't need a hero. It needs a queen. I'm like, mm. oh shit. Oh yeah, it's going down. Miss Shades is back. Yep, and Shades. Shades was a dope character too. He was, yeah, he really was. And you got Misty Knight with the with the bi- with the bionic arm. Yeah. Now I wonder how they're gonna do that because, like, even though it is set in the MCU, mm-hmm. it's still under an it's under a different umbrella. And Tony Stark created the uh, the bionic arm for Misty Knight, so yeah. I don't know how they're gonna do that. I think it'll be like the Rand Corporation, uh, 
Iron Fist's uh, company. Yeah. I think he'll be the one behind the arm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think that's what they would do, but... Yeah. And also, like, the villain is kind of interesting. He's like a dark mirror of Luke but, Cage. Um, Bushmaster. Bushmaster, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I need to do more... Re- I gotta do more research on him. Yeah, me too. I just got until the 20... I got until the 22nd. Yeah. Of June. Yep. And- also, the new tra- there was a new trailer for... I don't even think there was a trailer, but I know it was released for um, 13 Reasons Why. I reviewed that last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's coming back, so I got to see where that's going to go. Oh, yeah. How was the first season? The first season was good, right? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm, I, I, do, I definitely want to watch that. I know uh, some people have been recommending it to me, um, but I'll, I'll, I'll check that out. Oh, also uh, with Luke Cage Season 2, it also, also sees a final performance of Reggie Cathy. That was his name. Yeah. I was literally like just sitting there like trying to remember that name for like the life of me, and I could not even think about it. Yeah. I couldn't remember his name. Yeah, Reggie Cathy, who unfortunately passed away. Um, yo, he had an awesome voice, man. A booming yeah. voice. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm be curious to see what role he'll play in, in, in the second season. Um, also, uh, we had a really dope and very interesting uh, music video that's the talk of the town since yesterday. Just from, watched it. Yeah, I just watched it before. Yeah, Childish Gambino, This Is America. Yo, what did, we, what did you think about that video, Carl? Um... I think I may need to like watch it a few more times Mm. just to like try to catch everything. Yeah. But yeah, he's definitely like trying to push the envelope in a very like artistic way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To touch on, you know, social issues that are going on. Yeah. Like I. It's Donald Trump deregulated world we live in. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I thought I thought his uh, This is America video was really powerful. It has some really striking imagery, like the beginning of um, the the man, the black guy, older black guy, and the sing uh, strumming a, a guitar. Mm-hmm. Then a Donald Glover just shoots him in the back of the head. Yeah. And then like him, he's just dancing and all this with these school kids. And then you have all this chaos going on in the background. And then you have another scene, another scene where there's a church choir singing, and then he takes out an AK and shoots down the choir, which is like a reference to, to uh, uh, Dylan Roof. Dylan Roof's massacre. Is he, did- did they kill him yet? Nah, he's he's still in jail. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, that was a that was a pretty striking video. Like and and like you, I, I'd have to like sit down and really watch it again to kind of get into like the minutia, the analysis of it. Yeah. But like I I like I like what it had to say like in terms of like like what I got out of it was like how how like you know there's so much violence put upon by by our community, the black community. And yet, at the end, like we kind of either distract ourselves with like the latest dance fad or the latest song or the latest pop culture thing, and then you have all this violence and chaos happening in the background. So it's like, oh, it's all happy one moment, then it's violent the next, and it's happy one moment. Yeah, and then the ending too, like when he was running to the camera, running away from all those white people. Yeah, that was kind. Of, I got like a strong sunken place feeling from that as well. But but yeah, there's a, there's a lot more I can say about that video, and I'll probably say more when I watch it again. And maybe maybe next week, but definitely. Victor's corner on it. Yeah. I would love to hear Victor's corner on it. Yeah, like sometime during the week. Yeah, I might, I might just do that. Actually, we need more content for our YouTube channel. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I might just do it. And plus, I've been thinking about doing more Victor's corner as, as a regular feature. I, I think you should. Yeah, I know I've said that before, but like, uh, I'll admit, I'll admit, it's just. Yeah, you guys been slacking. I, I, you, you've been slacking. I can't I, even remember the last time he posted up a Criterion recommendation on the Instagram. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I I will. I'll, I'll get on that. I'll get on that uh, this week. Um, but yeah, I'll make. I'll try to make Victor's Corner a regular thing. But you know, like I said, I gotta st- stop slacking. But in any case, like I said, um, do watch Childish Gambino's latest video. This is America. It's on YouTube. It's got over three and a half million views already since yesterday, and it's dope. And also, uh, Kyle, to answer your question, uh, the villain in Luke Cage season two is Bushmaster. Yeah, I don't know who he is, but look him up. He kind of looks interesting. And speaking of Marvel, check this out. Mm-hmm. Avengers. Shout in- out, sorry. Shout outs to John Haponic. <laughs> yes. Uh, Avengers Infinity War grosses $1 billion in a record 11 days. 11 days in the box office, and Infinity War already made $1 billion. It made over $453 million domestically and over $737 million in foreign markets. Damn. Just 11 days. 11. I think that was faster than Black Panther, dude. This is definitely faster than Black Panther and more. Yeah. Wow. And you know what? I can totally see why. Like. Be like, like, just, just watch our, watch our episode from last week with Jim Savard, our review of Avengers: Infinity War, and you'll get the answer right there. Like, was the score memorable? The score was decent. It was decent. Okay. Yeah, it was decent. I, I think, I think Marvel's starting to improve. They're starting to improve, especially with their villains. Oh yeah, their villains. Yeah, yeah. yeah the villains. Um, their scores. I wonder who the villain's going to be for uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Hopefully, that person will have some dimension. She's in the trailer. Oh yeah, the one that looks like a character from Destiny. Yeah, yeah. What was it? What was the name? Um, I can't even think about it. <clears throat> yeah, I can't. I forgot. I'll look at it. Go on, go on. Continue, yeah. and I'll just interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, yeah. Look up the char- Look at the villain for Ant Man and the Wasp. It, it looks like a a character from the Destiny video game. Like had the same cybernetic mask and outfit and cloak and everything is all gray and white. I was like, huh. That, that seems. That seems. I don't know if that's kind of bordering on copyright infringement. But it's Marvel, so I'm pretty sure they can get away with it. Uh, who's who's the villain? You looking it up? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Um, and talk about like a like a tonal shift from like what we got in Infinity War, the grim seriousness to like a romantic comedy in Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh, great! Ti is gonna be in it again. Ti. Oh, her name's Ghost. Ghost. Okay. Cool. So yeah, Infinity War, eleven days, man. Yo, big ups to Marvel, man. They're they're killing it, and they're gonna be killing it again with Deadpool two coming out in a couple of weeks. Yeah, the person who plays Ghost is Hannah John Cammon. Mm-hmm. She was actually Fennel Zandor in Ready Player One. Oh really? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And Ornella from Game of Thrones. Ornella. She was uh. Oh. Was she one of the ones from um? Oh man, what was the name they of that? They killed one of the Lan- they killed one of the, Lan- the Lannister daughter. Uh with um the girl who played uh gee, I'm just trying I'm trying to think of the name of the island. Huge Blake right now. The island begins with a D, I think. Uh Davos? No, no, that's Sir Davos. Um yeah, it was one of the one of the snakes. Yes. Yeah, it was one of the snakes, okay, from Game of Thrones. Um geez, I forgot the name of the island. Uh, but, but but I heard that the that that was like a poorly received part of the whole show. But um but yeah, 
Uh, we got some other headlines here. For those who are pretty nostalgic, who remember the 90s fondly, particularly some of the comedy movies here, Bill and Ted Part 3 is actually happening. I can't believe that shit. <laughs> like. Yes. First, we had Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure in 1989, and then 1991's Bogus Adventure. Now, Bill and Ted Part 3 Face the Music which will once again star Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter as Bill and Ted. And also the film's original writers, Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon, will also return to write the script. Uh, no release no release date has been announced yet, nor a director. You're gonna talk, are they going to talk like this? Whoa, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And he, he still talks like that. He does, he does still talk like that. He does. Okay, so he, so here's the full synopsis for Bill and God. Ted 3, Face the Music, as reported by The Hollywood Reporter. <clears throat> okay. They've written thousands of tunes, but they have yet to write a good one, much less the greatest song ever written. With the fabric of time and space tearing around them, a visitor from the future warns our heroes that only their song can save life as we know it. Out of luck and fresh out of inspiration, Bill and Ted set out on a time travel adventure to seek the, the song that will set their world right and bring harmony to the, to the universe as we know it. Together, with the aid of their daughters, a new crop of historical figures, and some sympathetic music legends, they find much, much more than just a song. Bill and Ted face the music. That's it. <laughs> that that's the setup. Um, I don't know. Have you seen? I don't know. Have you seen the the Dude, first Bill and Ted oh, films? God, I was like five when. <laughs> oh man, I I I I, re- I vaguely remember the cartoon. Me too. Like. I've I, I've seen I, I know I've watched a cartoon when I was younger, and I vaguely remember s- the films. I I know I saw one of them, but I barely remember it. Yeah, with your cosmopolitan taste, you will hate those movies. No, I mean I'm, I'm sure I'll appreciate you them for what they are. You will hate those movies. <laughs> I'm like willing to like bet anything on. Oh it. come on, I, I I like comedy. I give com- I love comedy. Like come on, we, we talked about a Don't Be a Menace a few weeks ago. Okay, but yeah, that's Don't Be a Menace. This is Bill and Ted. That's all right. You will hate Bill and Ted. Nah, come on, nah, nah, nah. No, nah. I mean I like Keanu Reeves. You know. Okay, it's Keanu. Yeah, because of John Wick. Well, yeah, and the first Matrix, but still, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a chance. Um, oh, John Haponic says, uh, in re- I guess in response to Bill and Ted, isn't this a nightmare for you, Victor? See? <laughs> the, See? Even the villain knows. <laughs> the movies are definitely not politically correct anymore. Oh, I bet. But you know what? I'm willing to give Bill and Ted's excellent and bogus adventures a chance if i can find the dvd or blu-rays if i can rent them or watch them online somewhere i will watch them and i will review them this is probably on youtube if they're on youtube even better shoot (laughs) i stole freaking three ninjas from youtube oh wow and three ninjas was shit i liked three ninjas when i was a kid but then again first two there was the the third one had hulk hogan right yes oh boy uh, yeah (laughs) The first one, simple setup, dope. Hmm. The second one is even better because they brought the um, 
Mm-hmm. The little girl who was the white ni- with the white ninja outfit, yeah. she was badass. Okay. <laughs> and nobody gave a shit about the third one. Yeah. It's like Rocky was like extra tall and then the third one came out and he's like a little kid again. <laughs> like oh two God. different cats. Wow. Oh, three ninjas. But yeah, Bill and Ted. I will I will track down the first two. I'll watch those and maybe that'll determine whether or not I'm looking forward to part three. As a matter of fact, back in the day we used to play three ninjas. I was always Rocky. Mm-hmm. My cousin Joe was always Colt. Uh-huh. And uh, my boy Sergio was Tum Tum. He was the youngest one out of all of us. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wasn't there a video game based on Three Ninjas? I want to say so. Probably like for the NES or Super Nintendo. Had to the... be. Yeah, I think there was. But yeah, we'll we'll find out. We'll find out how it how, how it goes down. Uh, some other news here. Uh, Arrested Development Season 5 is coming to Netflix May 29th which is good news because I really like that show. Although season four kind of left me kind of hot and cold. I, I didn't even finish season four. Uh, season four, which did meet uh, with mixed reviews back in 2013, it was actually re-released on Netflix last Thursday as a 22-episode remix with the episodes re-edited to fit the style of the first three seasons instead of dedicating each episode to an individual character. And uh, this move has unfortunately been met with complaints by the series cast who are asking for additional compensation uh, because the creator, Mitch, Mitch Hurwitz, uh, re-edited season four with the purpose of syndicating the show so he can get more money. But that means he gets more money, but the actors don't. So they're trying to get you know a better deal. But yo, season four of Arrested Development, it was, I, I didn't finish. I only watched like half of it and I was like, eh, it's kind of missing something. But now that it's uh, re-edited into 22 episodes and it has like the same flow as the first three seasons, I'll definitely give it another chance. I never watched the rest of development. Oh, it's it's, it's you're, you're talking to somebody who's like just recently started watching The Office, right? So. I think I think you'll like Arrested Development. Like it has a lot of clever humor uh-huh. and like and the, and the characters are just hilarious. Like um, Will Arnett's character Job, <laughs> or um, then you had uh, Jason Bateman. Uh, probably like my favorite Jason Bateman role he's ever done. And if you never seen Horrible Bosses, I saw that it was I. Right. The first one. Yeah. I haven't seen the second one. But... Yeah, me neither. Uh, Michael Sarah, he's in it as well. Uh, is jo- uh, George Michael Booth Jr. or something, or or the third? But I love that show, and um, I can't wait to revisit season four. And it's cool that they actually took the time to remake the fourth season even though they said it wasn't hot we can do better so i wish more people actually you know actually no i I take i take that back because like then you have like george lucas like remixing star wars over and over again and you know we saw how that turned out um it was confirmed that you did love it (laughs) well i didn't know any better well see see back then like my taste wasn't as refined but after i've watched more and more films and my tastes have evolved i looked at the special editions of star wars and i'm like yeah this is trash i can't do it the prequels i can't do it uh but also we got another some good some good uh, news here a sequel to a quiet place has been confirmed by paramount pictures uh, they are developing a follow-up to John Krasinski's hit horror film. Uh, it's it's currently unknown if he's going to direct the second one, and the sequel may follow brand new characters this time around. I still have yet to see the see a quiet place, and I Yo, want to. You gotta see it. Yo, it's still in theaters. If if you're a fan of, even if you're not a fan of horror films, it has a really strong Last of Us vibe to it. 
I I love the film. Like it's one of my favorite films oh, this year. Mom, my girl's not going with me to see that. Oh, she's not a fan of horror she films. She's scared of everything. Oh my gosh, she's scared of everything. Come on, don't be soft. Give it a chance. <laughs> Watch a quiet place. I mean, sure, it might give you nightmares. You might we might you might stay up at night, afraid to shut your eyes at night. But still, give it a chance. It's an awesome movie. I love it. Um, John Haponic <laughs> John says that, that that movie does not need a sequel good grief well yes I, yes and no I mean I'll say that if, if A Quiet Place follows different characters and if it builds on the premise of the first film if it if it opens up the world a little bit more introduces new concepts then I'll be for it I'll be for it so and if John Krasinski 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 is involved, if Jim from the just, Office is involved, just come Jim Halper. Yeah, <laughs> if if Jim Halper is involved as a writer or director, hey, I'll be there because I trust his vision. See, Jim says his girl don't like scary movies either. So it's um a quiet place. It's not like a slasher film. It's it's more. It, it kind of builds on like suspense and dread. It's like the the scary part is knowing that the that the monsters are out there. Jeez. And that if you make if you make the slightest noise, they'll come running at you and they will kill you. So, just the, the tension is what makes it scary. And then, like towards the end, when Emily Blunt is she's pregnant and when she's about to give birth, and you know ch- childbirth is is a very noisy experience. Whew, that'll that'll make you sweat. It'll make you sweat. That's yeah, all I'm gonna my say. Sitting, I can tell my girl's watching this right now. Like, nope. You're like, nope. Like, just, nope. Like. Like for those of you who have kids, just imagine, just just remember the the time you gave birth. Imagine if you had to give birth when there's monsters around that are attracted to sound. Yeah, it's it's a great experience. You'll love you just it. Just do a spoiler at me, didn't you? I do plan on seeing the movie. No, but well, well, that 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 scene was also in the trailer too. But like how it unfolds, it's like it's like oh man. Yeah, see, look at it. <laughs> <laughs> But yo, a quiet place. I love it. A sequel, if it's done right, you know what? I'm I'm gonna keep an open mind. See, yeah, I'm gonna keep an open can, mind. Sequels can ruin it. They can. They can. Um, thankfully, thankfully, that's not the case with John Wick. So, part three is coming out next year. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, speaking of sequels, here this one, this one's right up your alley. Here. Uh, a son, the Sons of Anarchy spinoff, Mayans MC, debuts this fall. I <laughs> just said childbirth is scary enough. Now they gotta add monsters. <laughs> yup, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> so Mayans MC uh, is, is going to be a ten episode season, and this one takes place after Sons of Anarchy, uh, set in a set in a post Jax Teller world. It follows the character of Easy Reyes, played by JD Prado who's fresh out of prison and part of the Mayans MC on the California-Mexico border, the MC Motorcycle Club. Uh, Noberto Barba is directing. He also directed uh, episodes of Narcos and Hannibal. And uh, series creator Kurt Sutter is writing the script for the series. Now, as a Sons of Anarchy fan, is this, I don't think this is needed. I'm going to check it out. You know, the fifth agreement, be skeptical, but listen. Yeah. In other words, so be skeptical, but I'm still going to watch it. But it's yeah. like, I, it just didn't need it. I, the series, Sons of Anarchy, ended on a high note. Mm-hmm. But what I think it is, think this is, is just Kurt Sutter trying to rebound himself because the Bastard Executioner was a huge failure. What was that? 
it was literally a show that it was a, it was a show that was that took place in medieval times. It was kind of like a medieval Sons of Anarchy. Oh, bastard executioner. Yeah, was that on FX? Yeah. Okay. And like literally nobody watched it. He canceled it simply because nobody was watching it. Oh, that's too bad. It had potential, but it's just like you started that one way too soon after Sons ended. Mm-hmm. Like he should have gave it more. He should have gave it more time. Uh, I gotcha. Yeah, and I still gotta uh, watch Sons of Anarchy like past episode two. I'm gonna start all over again since I'm too early. We like. I know we we had established that like a lot. You finagle on your bets. Listen, look, I had I had so many other interesting things that have caught my attention. You know, but I still I I still watch Tootsie. Well, Tootsie. Well, it's a one movie. We're talking about a, a, a TV show is a commitment, dude. It's a commitment. I forgot my end of it, and I'm pretty sure I held up. Look, I'm a, I'm a, look, the, the summer is, is approaching. We're still in the middle of spring. I'm going to get on that horse. I promise. I've, I know I said that for the last two years, but I promise. You definitely did say that for the last two years. <laughs> I will get on uh, Sons of Anarchy this time. I will give it a fair chance. Like the first two episodes, I'm fairly intrigued. I, I get the sense that it will be better. Oh, yeah, it does get better. And, and I, and I, like each, each season, like the villain mm-hmm. gets worse. Okay. Like I know it's got great actors in it. Like I'm I'm a fan of Ron Perlman, Ron Perlman and Katie Katie Segal is Bay. So, you know, I'm yeah, a... she got that. I was oh god, I'm still pissed off. I was this close to meeting Katie Segal. Oh really? Yeah, I was. Uh, I had nothing to do that day, so I decided to go to the Civic Center and be an extra for the movie Bleed for this that I think flopped because I never heard anything after it. Yeah, <laughs> after it was released in the theater. Mm-hmm. So, and she was in the movie, so, you know, they was doing something for the extras I was there. People had chances to meet her. Like, I was just in line. I was, like, this close. And she, they just, like, all right, that's enough. And uh, she left. That's too bad. She's very tall, though. Oh, she is? Yeah. Like, like six foot? Five, yeah, probably about 5'10", 5'11". That's, that's cool. Hey, you know, like, statuesque women, you know, they're... There, what's up, man? Yeah, yeah. Took a picture of her. <laughs> Took a picture of her. Hey, I've always had a crush on her since she was Peggy Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> Four touchdowns in a single game, Al Bundy. Uh, so, some other news here: uh, Sherlock Holmes three is arriving on Christmas 2020. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law will reprise their roles as Sherlock Holmes and Watson, respectively. Uh, the script is written by Chris Brancato. Um, and also uh, Guy Ritchie, who directed the first two Sherlock Holmes films with Robert Downey Jr., he hasn't been confirmed to return to the director's chair, uh, but he is currently helming the live-action Aladdin film so for nervous, Disney. So nervous about that. Yeah, scheduled for May 24th, 2019, with Will Smith as the genie. Too bad Lion King will be better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? You know, with Lion King, the live-action movie, I'm, like you said, be, skept- be skeptical, but listen. But listen. You would have known that if you would have read the book. I, I skimmed through it. You but... were supposed to read it. See? Bet Finagler. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, John Hapayan just had a throat vomiting emoji i guess in response to sherlock holmes or aladdin or both um i will say with uh with aladdin i i am looking forward to seeing how that will look live action and will smith as a genie 
I want to see his interpretation of that character because Robin Williams will always yeah. be untouched. Yeah, but always. He, yeah, because he did. Uh, yeah, he didn't do uh, Genie and Return of Jafar though. Oh, oh, well, that was straight to video, so it doesn't count. Return of Jafar was actually still good. Really? Yeah. Wow. And King of Thieves was funny, mainly because of Rod- Robin Williams. Hmm. As a matter of fact, let me look that up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to Aladdin, a live action, as well as a live action Lion King, uh, which was directed by John Favreau, who's who also directed a Jungle Book. So it's gonna have that same CG live action approach. I want. To, I cannot wait to see when Mufasa's in the sky mm-hmm. in CGI. Yeah. Although I am, I don't know about Beyonce as Nala. I don't know. I mean, I, I still don't get the the hype behind Beyonce though. Let me let me listen. Don't, don't, no, 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 hold on. No, 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 whatever. No, whatever. No, what? No, don't you get that beehive started? The beehive ain't gonna do a goddamn thing. Listen, first of all, like I said, I still don't get the hype surrounding Beyonce. Like, for example, like I heard that she had this uh performance at the Coachella concert, I think it was yeah. last month, and people were all talking about, oh man, her performance was so earth shattering, it was so creatively out of this world. It was just it was just oh my god, Beyonce at Coachella. It was just life changing. Oh, I saw my soul leave my body seeing Queen B on stage. Oh my god. I don't get the hype, man. I, I just don't get it. I don't see it. I, when I see Beyonce, all I see is a competent singer, halfway decent actress, and that's it. And that's all. I, I, don't, I don't see it. I don't get it. She 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 ain't no Viola Davis. She ain't no. She she ain't no Whitney Houston. She ain't no uh, Aretha. Anita Baker. No no none of these other legends I can think I'm of. Fan, I'm not a fan of Anita Baker. Oh really? Nah. the way to me the way she sings sounds like somebody yawning in the morning somebody (laughs) yawning and talking at the same time (laughs) laugh because it's true and Dan Castellanata yeah who plays Homer Simpson played the genie in Return of Jafar ah okay hey talented voice actor right there oh yeah he is yeah um but yeah, Sherlock Holmes 3. Um, I saw the first one. Eh, it was decent. Didn't bother with the second one. Uh, I got, got a couple couple other headlines here. Uh, Jay-Z is producing a six-part documentary miniseries on Meek Mill's legal battles. Hashtag free Meek. Uh, oh, he's already Meek. He's already free. Oh, good, good. Yeah, uh, got out last week. Oh, nice. Yeah, so Philadelphia is winning. Uh, he's, he's from Philly, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so the series will explore Meek Mill's fight for exoneration while exposing flaws in the criminal justice system, particularly how African-Americans are incarcerated at nearly six times the rate of those in the white community. Uh, the series will also highlight Meek Mill's life and career, and it's coming out t- on 2019 next year on Amazon. Well, I mean, hmm. you did give high praise for the... Um Malik Crowder. Oh, time the Khalif Browder story. Khalif Browder. Yeah, that was a good miniseries, yeah, man. Jay Z produced that one, so I mean, yeah. I wish I still is that on Netflix. Yeah, it is. Okay, I've been meaning to watch it because I watched a little bit of it when I was at work one time, mm-hmm. and I was intrigued, but I didn't start from the beginning. Yeah. So it's like me one of those things. One of those things I got. If I start in the middle of something, I have to start from the beginning. I want to get the whole story or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's definitely worth watching. It's definitely upsetting too. Like, man, like that between that and the documentary Thirteenth, like you'll be mad at cops in the justice system for like ever. But um, a documentary on Meek Mill and uh, you know, and how he went to jail on questionable charges. I, 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 from what I hear, that's something worth watching. I mean, I haven't listened to any of his music. All, all I know is that he had some beef with Drake at one point. I, I guess. Oh god. And I don't know who yeah. who yeah. won that one, but oh, it was definitely Drake. Drake, okay. Yeah, it was definitely you. Been back to back, yo. Drake's diss single, back to back, was a Billboard chop top and hit. Strange. I I, I I guess I didn't pay you attention. You heard to it. back to back. I probably heard it, but I didn't know who who it was. Yeah. Yeah, but and, and then Meek Mill's response was like god awful, and it hurt my soul. Because he used the Undertaker's <laughs> bell as the beat. So the oh. beat was dope, but it was just like, just the song was just awful. Yeah. And plus, when you use the Undertaker's theme, you know you're going to catch that L automatically. So, no, you're not. I mean, you know. You're not. He won a WrestleMania. He kissed my ass. <laughs> yeah, last year. This uh, past year. Oh, yeah, this. Oh yeah, this year. Oh yeah, right. Well, see you. Only re- a month ago, damn. Damn these these wrestling these wrestling events just blend. Yeah, yeah. Last last year's our WrestleMania match with uh with uh, the big dog was was trash. But anyway, uh. So, but yeah, I'm 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 intrigued about this uh, six part mini series on Meek Mill, produced by Jay Z and Rock Nation. Uh, Eddie- and Meek Mill's a Rock Nation artist. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, and uh, Eddie Ortiz has joined the chat. Join the episode. Yep. Yeah. And then we have this uh, headline here. Jesus. Let's talk about this one because I have some words. Uh, here we go. Bill Cosby and Roman Polanski have been banned from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Uh, in a statement, the Academy said that, said that the ban is due to a violation of the organization's standards of conduct. Uh, Polanski, uh, as you may or may not know, is infamous for fleeing the country in the 70s after pleading guilty to unlawful sexual intercourse with a minor. That was in the 70s? Yeah. Uh, Cosby, meanwhile, was found guilty on three counts of aggravated indecent assault just last month, which followed years of allegations that he made a habit of giving women quaaludes before raping or assaulting them. Uh, Both men joined Harvey Weinstein, who was also banned from the Academy last October. Now, okay, Uh, first, first, I'm going to get the I'm going to get Polanski out of the way. First of all. I think I think the only reason, if Bill Cosby had Bill Cosby not been found guilty last month, the Academy wouldn't have even touched Polanski. I think this is obviously just like, it's like a, a good PR move on their part. It's like, yeah. well, we got Cosby, so we might as so since, since we're here, we might as well sweep uh, Polanski under the bus. And and mind you, you know, Polanski really, yeah, talented filmmaker, but yeah, still a garbage human being. But you know, a lot has been said about him already that that I won't repeat. So it's whatever with him. You're gonna repeat Bill Cosby's. Oh, but I have stuff to say about Bill Cosby because let me tell you something, Carl. <laughs> it was around this time last year. What have I said about Bill Cosby? I said he's a serial rapist, and then you were saying, "Oh, it's all accusations, man. It's all allegations." Well, the chickens have come home to roost. Okay, Bill Cosby is a serial rapist who is going to most likely die in prison, and karma's a real, real, real motherfucker. And second of all, 
I've lost respect for Bill Cosby when he talked so much crap about the black community for years since that stupid ass pound cake speech which he made in 2004 with, with the, the, the 50th anniversary of, of the Brown versus Board of Education uh, passing. Talking about, oh, black people, you need to pull their pants up and you need to stop, stop saying their pants, stop robbing stores, stop being a disgrace to the black community. Stop complaining about police brutality because, you know, you're, you're just black and then you don't know any better. You're embarrassing the race. And what's with this Shaniqua and, and Shaniqua and, and, and Jaleel crap? Give them real names so they can get real jobs. Really, Cosby? Really? 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 You're going to talk mad smack about the black community on, on, on top of being a serial rapist for over 50 years well guess what you're gonna go to prison so enjoy enjoy those jello pudding pops with your cellmate you bitch what do you think about this carl uh, um I, I think it's unfortunate um to the whole everything that cosby like was saying like you were saying back in 24 um you said 2004 yeah, since then too. Um, to me, it's literally like just old folks talking shit about the new generation. Because even and I'm guilty about it. Because let me tell you, I have made fun of so many kids wearing skinny jeans. This goes to me. It's just, yeah, it's just man. I know. I'm just using that as an example. It's just to me. It just seems like you know, just so old. Some, older generation somebody from an older generation talking bad about the new generation saying oh well back in my day we did this and this you know what i mean like okay rap music does your father like rap music no does he trash it sometimes yeah it's just like that my father still can't my father says the two best rap songs ever mm-hmm. were rapper's delight and the breaks <laughs> he still says that to this day <laughs> but i expect it from him because he's He's older. He's from an older generation. Like, it's literally just an older generation talking crap. Okay, and, and just like you. Okay, for, for you know, your hip-hop, you listen to the likes of what? Jay-Z, mm-hmm. Nas, mm-hmm. Busta Rhymes, mm-hmm. The Locks, mm-hmm. so forth and so forth. Are you going to say, and what are your thoughts towards, like, Little Yachty's and Little Uzi Vert's and Young Thugs? I think they're trash. they not because not because they're new or young artists, but because no, their music is legit trash. Yeah, but to that, yeah, to us, they're legit. This their music is trash. To that young generation, they love that Cheeto head. <laughs> they do, <laughs> but like it, it's it's just a generational thing. So I'm like, all right, he's just an old guy talking shit. I just kind of like just that. I did not let that phase me. No, nah, but because I've heard that so many times. My dad, look, Don Cornelius. What about him? He hated he even though he had rap music on Soul Train, mm-hmm. he hated it. He's made it publicly clear he hated it. No oh well. It's a it's a generation. It's a generation thing. It, it goes it, 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 it goes beyond a generational thing because with Bill Cosby's comments, it's tinged in classism and racism too, to boot. And yeah, were, and with this weird 
this weird quasi black conservatism yeah. to it. And so it goes beyond just skinny jeans and and music. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. He's I was t- using that as I was just using those as examples to right. the point that I'm trying to prove. It's just an old guy just talking shit about the new generation. Right, but that's literally what it is. Right, but he's but he goes beyond that. He is denigrating our community, an entire yeah, group at of the people. Same time, he did. You cannot. Okay, you cannot take away his philanthropy. He has done he has done a lot for our community. And okay, I know you think the Cosby show was a completely overrated show. It was. That's, it, that's your opinion. Mm-hmm. You're entitled to it. Mm-hmm. I I love the Cosby show. Okay. Okay. It actually portrayed, especially for its time, mm-hmm. it actually portrayed like a full like a black family. Mm-hmm. But you know, both parents are professionals. Yeah. Just do you know doing the right thing? Did they have their trials and tribulations? Yeah, what all the family did. But what other like TV family did we have like that to really look up to? The before that, before that was the Evans from Good Times. Yeah. Okay, and then he from that came a different world, mm-hmm. showing yes, black people can go to it was go to college. It was set in a in an HBCU, mm-hmm. historically black college and university. Right. You know what I mean? And it just portrayed us in it portrayed us in positive lights. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like it's it's trick. It is just a tricky. And then also the conspiracy theorists in me. Oh God, I hate conspiracy theories. I I know, but hey, we had a we had a conspiracy theory episode. It actually turned out to be a good one. Now that was a fan theory episode. Yeah, yeah. same difference. <laughs> <laughs> but like. The mayor. <laughs> mm-hmm. They have been trying to get him ever since since he tried to buy NBC years ago. Mm-hmm. So I think like this has been it, and not to mention he wor- he's worked with all those black queens on the Cosby Show, and none of them, and none of them said anything. He didn't do nothing to them. But then all these ugly chicks like Janice Dickerson. Come out of the woodworks and say and say this. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, I mean, like that's just thing. And, and then not to mention, like he actually made he gave me a sense that I didn't think he did it because like he made a joke about it. So it's like if he was gonna make a if he did it, he wouldn't have. So I mean that so that comes I just have I had so many mixed feelings about the whole situation. Mm-hmm. It's just at this point now it just kinda is what it is. He's eighty something years old. At this point, he's gonna go any second. So I mean mm-hmm. I like I said about Joe Paterno years ago, when his th- when that situation got up, mm-hmm. it was gonna give him like years. Yeah. And Joe Paterno did the smartest thing in the world. <laughs> he, he died. died. <laughs> I still laugh at that joke. <laughs> That's so it's just it's a whole it's a whole bunch of mixed emotions for me. I was literally as a matter of fact, during my overnight, I was watching a different world. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, man. It's just and it's just and you know what it is now? I look at it like I'm watching an old Chris Benoit match. <laughs> just saying, I've been reading watching a lot of those like conspiracy theorist videos too yeah don't watch too many of those they'll rot your brain i don't see it 
Conspiracy theories, they're for the they're they're created by and for the intellectually lazy who are too either too lazy or too incompetent to do actual research. Some have proven legit points. Well, one I'm still skeptical on. Like there was like this one YouTube video. I'm gonna refer to the Chris Benoit situation because that's what I recently watched. Mm-hmm. There was like a video. Um, I'll send it. I'll send it to you. Probably just it's only like six minutes, so won't take up too much of your time. It was like the top what ten reasons how Chris Benoit would have been, how Chris Benoit was innocent and his family was actually killed. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I mean, I made you. It made you think, like, okay, these could be some valid points, but it's like at this point, I don't even think they're even gonna reopen the case at all. Like, I no. think it's just a done deal. Yeah. Because it's obvious he murder suicide, but but yeah, with with Bill Cosby, man. I mean, to 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 get on an earlier point, you you, you mentioned the, the the looks of the women are irrelevant. The, the the fact is, the fact of the matter is, Bill Cosby, since he started his career in the sixties, he's allegedly like sexually assaulted or raped or drugged over 60 women in the course of his career. That's like one to two women every year since he started his career. Right. And right, I know it's a, it's just a it's just a, it's a bad situation. I just still have like so many I just and, have so many mixed feelings about this and it's just it's uh, it's unfortunate. It's an unfortunate situation that it it it, 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 it is. It's I mean perhaps perhaps it is for Cosby fans and for his family and for his wife his wife Camille who you Camille know, you you know my Ca- wife Camille and yeah. our five children. Yeah, you know Camille. Eddie Murphy's raw. Yeah, I, I know. Oh, Eddie Murphy had some things to say about Eddie Mur- about Bill Cosby at the time, and but you know what? You know Camille. You know she either she was complicit or at the very least she knew what was going on and didn't do a damn thing. Decided, you know, I'm gonna stand by my man. Whatever, who cares? Which makes her just as evil as Bill Cosby, if that's the case, because. Because I, I refuse to believe that you can be married to someone for that long and not know the dirty shit that they've been doing behind the scenes. Come on. Are we, are we, are we to be that naive as a public? I don't think so. And, and also, yeah, Bill Cosby did the tremendous good for the black community in the sense of you know, pr- pr- producing the Cosby show in, in, in a different world. However... We won't mention Ghost Dad. And we won't mention <laughs> Ghost Dad, you know, or Leonard Part 6, but... But however, I, I would point to other, you know, black sitcoms which had better examples. I would point to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Uncle Phil and Aunt Vivian, both of them. I would point to uh 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 hell, the Waynes brothers with Pops and his relationship with, with his kids. You know, that's a better relationship than with the Cosby show. I would point to uh um Smart Guy, I would point to girlfriends, I would point to uh uh, my wife and kids. I would point to so many other black sitcoms than the Cosby Show with better examples of parents supporting their kids. No, not really. Oh, then you must not have seen when um, Claire Huxtable went off on. Den- was it Denise? No, Denise was a light skinned one. No, Denise is a light skinned one. Yeah. Sandra was also a light skinned one. Yeah. Tempest Bledsoe's character. Yeah, her character. Yeah. Whose name You did not see Vanessa. The fun with- Vanessa, yeah. The yeah. fun with the wretched. Now that. That was parenting. Oh, when she came home from the concert? Yeah. <laughs> and you had donuts. <laughs> and you was in Baltimore with the red. That, that, that scene was classic. Yeah. That was parenting. That was something that was something that I can relate to because 
I remember getting yelled at like that. Yeah, me, me too. Me too. You ain't douchey. You stood in the house all the time. Oh no, no. I, I, I got, I got into my, got into my fair share. You know, um, but you know, and, and Jin Yo says denial is a powerful river. I agree. I, th- I, th- I think you have mixed feelings, but you, ref- you, you refuse to see Cosby as the monster that he is. I mean, he's a monster, but I'm not. I can't take away his. Yeah, and 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 that's and the positive the positive that he did, that he has done right, and 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 that's and that's the tragedy of it because it, it, that yeah it's a tragedy because like yeah he's been proven guilty he's gonna go under the jail mm-hmm. for about two years and then die. Yup, that's my that's my guess. Yeah, or you know you know or he 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 could just he could just end it, you know you know it's hey the hey hardest thing to do yeah there's no shame in quitting in your case Cosby but anyway. Uh, I, I, I mean, move on to some <laughs> Yeah, but 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 I but I but I will say, um, but I, I will say my my last thing. Like I know that you know the Cosby's legacy is forever tarnished, and we're uh, yeah. and we're gonna have to like reevaluate like his impact on you know black audiences and pop culture as a whole, and reconcile that with the monster rapist that he is, you know, and uh, it's 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 literally and, like Chris Benoit. Yeah, and. And I will say this, you know what? I will say to Bill Cosby, that's what you get for not only being a monster, but that's what you get for talking mad smack about the black community for years. Now look what's now look what's become of you. You reap what you sow. Talking mad smack about the black community like we like we're the cause of, of society's problems. You should be ashamed of yourself. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done. Let me get off my sure? soapbox. Yeah, Are you I'm, sure? Are you I'm, I'm done. Sure? I'm done for now. I'm done so for now. So you know the mountain from Game of Thrones is the world's strongest man now? <laughs> the mountain? Yeah. Really? So Beyonce, he's the world. Yeah, he was in a strong, one of those strongman competitions this. Oh, really? This weekend, yeah, and he won. Oh snap! So the mountain from Game of Thrones is the world's strongest man. Hey, maybe that's a great successor to Mark Henry. Mark Henry's title. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Well, even though like Mark Henry's title has been beaten many times. Mm. Uh, or oh, Nick Quattrini says uh, as a comment, he goes, uh, "What do you guys think of that Allison Mack Smallville trafficking thing?" Left field, left field with her man. I saw a headline, but didn't even like go into it. Yeah, but like she was involved in human trafficking or something like that. Like they had like a ring going on, something like that. Oh Jesus! That's what I got from the from the headline. I did. I gotta. I have to, I have to look more into that. Mm. But um, and uh, and also as far as my references to uh, black sitcoms, Nicole Trini also mentions uh, Sister Sister and Two Two Seven. Um, sister, yeah, all those kind of—I didn't say they stemmed from the Cosby Show, but they kind of took that model. Yeah, like like Cosby set the Cosby Show set the bar, but other shows. And that's what. The, yeah, yeah. But but you know you can't take that away from it. I agree, and but other shows have improved on it. I would say. And hey, look, I always and sister, sister, I always had a crush on those twins, Tia and Tamara Mari. Yeah. Yeah. Who didn't? Yeah. Go home, Roger. <laughs> uh, ready man. to move on to question of the week? Yes. All right. Last week's what comic book should everyone read before they die? Mm. So Nick Quatrini, yo, he's I freaking love that kid. He's so supportive. Oh yeah, thank uh, you. He man. went in and just said, "DC Superman Red Sun." My cousin told me about that one and got it at Rock Coco's. That day and it's fantastic. Backwards, what if super what if the Superman story 
um, if he went to Russia instead of Smallville. It's better than Batman Hush. Probably not as good as Killing Joke, but I love the direction Red Sun went because everyone was changed like Flashpoint just from Superman not becoming who he is. Mm. All right. And then on our Instagram, we got Captain.spidey.spider.bat says, Spider-Man Blue, it's just amazing. They should read it after reading Amazing Spider-Man issue 122. Okay. Ryan underscore Parmenter Fit said, Scud the Disposable Assassin. I remember that. That was like a, there was a video game based on Scud. Really? Yeah. I remember you were just trying to be funny. No, I remember the video game. It was for, for the PS1. All right. Yeah. And then, of course, the supervillain says, The New Frontier by Darwin Cook in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. It is the perfect superhero story. Parentheses DC, of course. Mm-hmm. Honorable mentions to Batman, The Long Halloween, and X-Men, Dark Phoenix Saga. But New Frontier has such a strong writing... Has such a strong writing and a great start and a great art style. Yeah, I've always wanted to read the New Frontier. That looks really dope. Okay, so I'm gonna go to the movie front on this one. Okay. Uh, so Nick Quattrini said, uh, "Alice and Max, she recruited girls from Twitter and branded them for some cult leader." Damn! <laughs> Holy shit! You never know what's going on these days. For real. But um, that is left field. <laughs> Who is, that really is damn. Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite movie athlete? Oh man, Fic- obviously fictional. We can't you can't count like based on true stories. Mm. So. Favorite movie athlete? Oh man, that's a that's a pretty hard one actually. Um, Buddy Collins an athlete maybe. Who's that? I was going to say uh, Kevin Costner from Field of Dreams. but um, His character, right? Well, his character is more of like a baseball fan than an athlete. No, that's so, not an athlete. Yeah. He didn't play. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to sit and think about this one. What you got? Earl Meggett from The Longest Yard. <laughs> the Adam Sandler one version? Yeah. yeah. He played, uh, played by Nelly. Oh. Dude was a beast at running back. Mm. I could be biased and say Deacon Moss too, because he that was played by the playmaker, Michael Irvin. Mm-hmm. Go Cowboys. <laughs> Cowboys. But yeah, I have to go with Earl Meggett. I was gonna say Rudy, but Rudy was uh that was based on a true story, right? I don't think it was. That was Sean Astin, right? Yeah. Like he was just like a football fan who wanted to play football. Yeah, and he was just he was so small, but Yeah. Wow. Oh, that movie. That, I think that's one of your all-time favorites, right? I've actually never really seen Rudy. Are you serious? No, I never saw Rudy. You've been quoting Rudy. Like, there was one point in the podcast we were you were obnoxiously quoting Rudy all the time. <laughs> I wasn't quoting Rudy. No. Well, I, I was caught because Sean Astin was in Stranger Things. Yeah. And he grew up and he kind of got fat. Yeah. So I referred to him as Fat Rudy. Yeah, but you and can, that got on your nerves. It did, and and all the time you've never seen Rudy. Yeah, never did. I saw the only thing I saw of it was the ending of the the end of the movie because like, like he was the hero of the game and it was just so glorious. And uh-huh. that refers to a uh, the teacher trial skit from SNL, mm-hmm. and he was like, whenever they would, uh, he was on the kid was on trial for having sex with us with the teacher, mm-hmm. and whenever they tried to question him. He just kept saying good things. He's like, how did you? He's like, how did you feel? 
it was like the ending of the movie Rudy, and I was Rudy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like she just it, it was it was it was hilarious. One of my favorite SNL sketches. Oh yeah. But yeah, Earl Meggett. Man. Oh, and Rudy was based on based on Daniel Rudy Rudiger. Oh okay, nice. Okay, um, favorite movie athlete. This is a pretty narrow question. Um, and uh, oh shoot, I gotta, I got I, I really gotta think about this one. Um, I know Rudy's a, a gimme. Um, Willie Beeman. I knew you was gonna say <laughs> Willie Beeman. Everybody <laughs> loves Willie Beeman. Yeah, from any given Sunday. Yeah, Jamie Foxx. Everybody loves Willie Beeman. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Willie Beeman because I can't think of anyone else. <laughs> oh man, that was a good movie though. Any it given was. Sunday, it was. Yeah, even 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 if you're not a fan of football, there's just so much going for it. Like Al Pacino's performance, Jamie Fox, LL Cool J. I heard that him and Jamie Fox had real beef on the set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think they still go. I think they still don't like each other to this day. Oh wow, dang. Talk I guess about kayfabe. Hmm. I guess they just rubbed each other the wrong way. Yeah, that's what I did. Oh wait, 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 oh wait, wait. I, I, I have one. I have, I have a favorite movie athlete. It just came to me. I'm so glad I just thought of it. Randy the Ram Robinson <laughs> in The Wrestler. Yes, you know what? Forget Willie Beeman. R- Mickey Rourke's character, Randy the Ram Robinson in The Wrestler, Darren Aronofsky's 2008 film. That is that by Jen far. Hated. Uh, Jen, well, well, I mean, she only hated it because like. She's like the way, just because of the way it ended. She didn't like the way it ended. She completely <sighs> discredited the entire movie. That 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 that's that's just. Oh know. yeah, we uh, we'll, you know what? Just for that, no, I'm not gonna. I'm tired. I don't wanna argue. Yeah, <laughs> no, that her her I will say her opinion makes makes my eyes roll in the back of my head like the Undertaker. But I will, mm. but I will say that Mickey Rourke's performance in The Wrestler is one of the greatest. One of the finest acting performances I've seen in any film of any era. You, you talk about leaving it all in the ring, leaving it all on the screen, putting your ankles in it. That's what Mickey Rourke did as Randy the Ram Robinson. And that ending, which I won't spoil, the ending for the wrestler will sit with you. And man, it it devastated me. It really did. I loved that movie so much. It's depressing, yeah, but... It's one of my all-time favorite movies. I could watch it like once a year or once every six months. That's how good it is. So, yeah, Randy the Ram Robinson. All right. That will be on uh, social medias within a day or two. And um, that it? Uh, Yeah, that's pretty much it for this week's episode of the Codex Prime podcast. Episode 120 is coming up soon. Uh, we got, uh, you can also, you know, find us as per usual, all, all of our episodes on Facebook Live, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. You can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter at Codex Primecast, and Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast. And that's it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's pretty much it. So uh You know, we've been doing this thing for two years and we still like make sure we don't want to leave it up in the house. Yeah. Actually three years. Three. Yeah. This, this is, month. This month, May. Sorry. Holy shit. Yeah, this the month of May. It's our th- and three it year was anniversary. Been, it's been a year since it, since us two took over the show. That's right. Yeah. It's been a year since uh since we became a since the show became a two man team. 
three years since the podcast started. So uh, this this month. So yeah, it's been it's been a dope ride, and we hope to give you more of that podcasty goodness. We will give you more of that podcasty goodness. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. And uh, yeah, tune in next week. We'll same uh, podcast, same Codex time, same Codex channel. More Victor's corners on the way, and some code extras. We, you know what? We never did put off the uh, when we was guests on the Random Ramblings with Rob show, huh? I don't think we did. No, not yet. We we gotta we gotta. All right, yeah, we gotta it. put it up. We'll put it up there as a code extra. It's a it's a bit outdated because we're talking pre WrestleMania. Yeah, but it's we'll get that up there for y'all. It's a hilarious episode, by the way. All right. And, and, and unlike Roman Reigns, we will not disappoint you. So we will be back next week. We will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.